Have you ever recorded a podcast lying down? Well, neither have I. Until now. Welcome to a great, special, very special, groundbreaking episode of Bombers. This is Bombers. Hi, as you heard from Spiegel before our wonderful song, this is Bombers. Welcome. Oh, he's asleep already. Well, uh, Zyber, can you pinch his nose so he won't snore over my introduction here? Yeah, let me try. Hey, And that was Zombie Kill of the Week. (laughs) The the zombie was Spiegel. Yes. Hello. Uh, The zombie was Stubbs the Zombie. Ooh, we'll get to that later. Uh, I'm Deg, bomber number five. Our sleepy friend is Spiegel, bomber number one. Hello. And our murderous comrade is Zyber, bomber number three. I'm standing over the laying down Spiegel. Whoa! (laughs) Evens out that way. I don't... What are we evening out here exactly? I'm not sure what we're going for. The postures. Please don't stand right over my face. I thought that was... No! Stop! No! Don't! Don't lower your... No! And that was... uh, I'll do what I want. The Halo Kill Hump of the Week. (laughs) Did you know that Stubbs the Zombie was built with the Halo engine? We'll get to that later. It looked pretty similar, Halo is going to be on the... Halo coming to Nintendo Switch. Kind of. $150. $200. $200. (laughs) Ridiculous. Uh, right, let's, what are we doing? Let's, let's roll into real quick, Zyber. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this. Bombastic news, go. All right. Discord. Link in the description below. Gmail. Ask us questions. This is bombers <laughs> at gmail.com. Twitch. Watch us play video games. This is bombers. Twitter. Get notifications about our Twitch. <laughs> this is bombers. Patreon. <laughs> yeah, give us Twitter. money. This is bombers. You know- <laughs> We don't actually put any content on Twitter. It's just it's just links to our Twitch page. It, it really, hey, it, I remembered to post about the last uh, episode last week on it. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, we're moving up in the world. Uh, speaking of Patreon, thank you to Haley and Hamaru for being friends of the show, and to Rob for eh. being our best friend. Yeah. Yeah, he's the good one. Yeah. Uh, actually, I gotta give a shout out to Hamaru real quick. I don't know if I mentioned this on the last episode. Uh, Himaru is a great, great friend. Not of the show. He's not a best friend of the show. He's a best friend of me. <gasps> he bought me a PlayStation VR. Really? For crying out loud. What a yeah. crazy... Nice. Someone right? upgrade his status. And the Beat Saber. And I mean, I like, granted, I got him, you know, a lot of games in return. Because he kind of bought it to buy this, like, creepy weeaboo Japanese game where you just hang out with a girl. What is it? I think oh, it's, like, called Summer Report or something. I think I know that one. You just hang out with a girl in her room in VR. Yep, 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 100%, yep. exactly what it is. And it was like $300 or something, but That's it so came weird. with a free VR. And he's like, well, I already have a VR, and this game is super rare and hard to find, so $300 is actually kind of worth it. So here, have a VR. See, now I was hoping that he had bought that game for you. Oh, I, I was going to He only got me, and... he got me, uh, he got me Doom VFR, which uh, supposed to I'm be very really excited good. to play and throw up. Oh yeah, absolutely you will, though. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the VR headsets or the entire thing is like three fifty usually, so it's still a good deal. Yep, absolutely. Nice. Well, congratulations on that. 
thank you. I still haven't played it because I, I want my first VR experience. It's like doing acid for the first time. It's like you want it to be with someone you trust. You gotta, you know, not that I would know anything about that. You have to light some candles first. You know, put on a bubble bath, find some good tunes, play some fish, and then yeah, put the VR headset on in the bathtub. Yep. Write a note to your loved ones. <laughs> uh, let's continue. This episode is weird, man. Yeah, we, we're, we're, I don't know what's going on. Already. Let's continue our news real quick, Spiegel. Give us the game releases for this week, please. Uh, yeah, it's a big week, actually, for the Nintendo Switch. It's the first big Switch uh, release period of the season, shall we say. Yeah. Uh, three big games coming out over the course of four days for the Switch. Persona 5 Strikers, also coming to PlayStation 4 and PC. Not Heck stadium. yeah. Uh, Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection, which if you haven't seen that, it's got a crazy, weird, new art style that I'm not so sure that I actually like. I like the animation uh, style of it. I think it's charming. Mm, I don't know. It's, that doesn't sound like a good word to describe a title called Ghosts and Goblins. Have you played Ghosts and Goblins? No. It's like, it's that, like, um, ugly cute, you know? <laughs> kind of like you. Thanks. Like a pug? Thanks. Yeah, like a pug. <laughs> Kind of like me. Uh, pugs and goblins. There's some puglins. That's the, that's the episode. Pugs and pugs. Nope. You've ruined it. And then uh, the Bravely, last game. Bravely Default 2. Uh, February 26th. Uh, also for Nintendo Switch. I've been playing some Bravely Default uh, to prepare for that. More on that later. I have n- I've been playing Bravely Second. More on that later. <laughs> I pre-ordered bravely default 2 and i have a four-day weekend lined up for that because it's also my birthday weekend so i will definitely be playing a lot of bravely default 2 i have a question for you deg a a philosophical question which is why are you playing this game you don't like jrpgs as i recall I don't like JRPGs generally because of the time investment, but I have a four-day weekend lined up, so I looked Bravely at the Default way Default is like 80 hours long. Which I can bust out in a four-day weekend. But you could bust out any JRPG in a four-day weekend. So I'll bust out this not, new one. Not every. <laughs> Most illogical. Thank you. I. It's not necessarily that I don't like JRPGs, it's just that it's hard to play them because of that time investment. This is why it's great having 3DSs and Switches, because they can just be in your hand Yeah, constantly. it's going to be on Switch, so I can just pick it up and put it down. A lot of other ones are not that easy to... You have to, like, set aside a time and sit down at a television, and... It's just a hassle, you know? It is. Yeah, it's really hard to sit, you know, and, and you know, play a game these days. Yeah, in a designated spot in front of screens. You can't You can't sit on a treadmill playing... On a PlayStation. You wouldn't sit on a treadmill. Well, you can sit on a treadmill. It just can't be on. You can put, like, a a treat at the end of the treadmill and then put your cat on the treadmill. I feel like I could play a game and walk on the treadmill at the same time. Like, if I had a, uh, like, a a wireless controller and a treadmill. And if it was, like, only a walk and not a run. It's a lot easier to do that with a handheld, though. I mean, for sure, but I'm not. I'm saying it's not impossible. I don't think. I mean, I've walked around and played video games before with my Game Boys, and oh yeah, that's how I played Birth by Sleep a ton. PSP in hand, walking around. That's not all you had in hand. Well, I only it's have a two hands. System, so that was all he had in his hand. Oh. <laughs> okay, you're right. 
Uh, Deg, there was a big uh, video game event that occurred over the last week, and by the time you are hearing this podcast, it's very old, and we've probably had another one announced for Pokemon's 25th anniversary, or, you know, we're getting close to one. Uh, but what happened this week that was so exciting for everybody, and, and everybody had all their wildest dreams uh, met, and everyone walked away completely satisfied? They replaced the water line outside my house. All right. Oh, great. and there was, was... Uh, there was a Nintendo Direct. Oh. The well, first hour-long Nintendo Direct that we've had in what, like... 532 um, days. Yeah, almost two years. Year and a half. Yeah, whatever. I don't know what numbers are. Um, so for this Nintendo Direct, actually, I'd like to do our new segment, The Weekly Bomb, and run through it. <laughs> my arm! And this run lying down it. thing isn't working. My neck hurts. I'm going to sit up. <laughs> oh, no. Turns out lying down was uh, this week's big bomb. Oh, I can oh. probably sit down. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> if you both sit down, it evens out. It did, yeah. yeah. It's like the Symmetry City and Oracle of Ages. So if I stand up, which one of you lays down? Like, I need to know this information for whenever we do the bomber's puzzle portion of the game later, where, you know, which one changes the other. No, we actually both, like, do a partial lay down. Oh. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> So the weekly bomb, I want to run through the Nintendo Direct and talk about the things that we think either did bomb during the presentation or were the bomb that we're super excited about. And then also Which one other is the stuff. good one? If it's the bomb, man, you know, it's the bomb. That's 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 wicked sweet or whatever the kids say. Some Something like that. <laughs> and, and if it bombed, you know, it's like, uh. That's crunk. That's crunk, it, man. That's don't get twisted with it, Jiggy. Groovy. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So the first thing that they did was a nice new Smash Brothers reveal of Pyra and Mithra from Xenoblade Chronicles that have a Zelda Sheik style play to them. How do how did we feel about that? I am both confused and excited. I find it a little bit weird that they specifically split up Zelda and Sheik and said that, and then they split up like Pokemon Trainer into just Ex a bunch of different Pokemon. Exactly, yeah. And now they have another dual character that they've reintroduced to it. I mean, I think that's supposed to be like a spoiler to the game or something. <laughs> I think it is. I don't know. I've never played Xeno any Xenoblade games. So, Spiegel? Uh, well, I actually have not played Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I have played enough of it to know who Pyra is. I have not gotten to, to Mithra, but let me tell you, Mithra, yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued. I might have to play this game so I can see a little more of her, if you know what I mean. Unsurprisingly, people were, were upset by this announcement, um, which, you know, it's Super Smash Brothers, so obviously uh, people, people are going be to be upset. upset. One thing I would like, the only comment I have on this is when Pyra said that she's going to be in Smash, I, I just, it, does it feel weird to anybody that that they would, the characters in the game are referring to themselves as in Smash? It just, it feels a little fourth wally. I don't like it. They've been doing that since doing that. the Wii U. I just don't Brawl, like it. yeah. I kind of do like it. I, I like the little tongue-in-cheeky fourth wally discussion of it where like the smash universe is a thing that exists it's yeah, I like it's, i think remember it's the corin trailer was just like oh wait you're leaving both our families to join smash 
it's just yeah. weird, man. I don't like. I I just I don't know. I I I enjoy the little bit of trolls that Nintendo gives, where people are watching it and they're like, "Is there a new Xenoblade game coming, or is this a Smash announcement?" <laughs> yeah, my first thought was, "Oh, Rex and Smash. Oh, or maybe just a." More DLC for two? Oh, oh no, it's back to Smash, okay. And Rex yeah. just like, wait, I thought I was going to be in Smash. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Rex does not deserve a spot in Smash. Did not enjoy his voice actor in that trailer. <laughs> his voice I'll acting put... isn't good. You're saying his voice acting isn't good enough to be in Smash? Uh, say hello yeah, yes. to uh, many other characters in that game. Well. You're saying that he can't make good enough screams? I feel like I want to make him scream. Oh my. Oh. Yo, Fall Guys is coming to Switch. Well, yeah. hold on. we didn't we didn't even say if if Pyra and Mithra was the bomb or not. Oh, that was a bomb. No, that's the bomb. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> so Fall Guys like Ultimate Knockout. <laughs> it's a lot of explosive <laughs> content in there. Yeah, is coming to Switch. Oh, crap. I think that it. I think Fall Guys is still in that portion where it's fame. It's got enough uh, drive behind it that it'll do well. Um, now another one that's interesting is Outer Wilds is coming to Switch, and that game's been out for a while. So cool. That Here's game an didn't run one. well on PS4, or Xbox One. I think both of those games are bombs. They're gonna bomb. I think Fall, Fall Guys, Guys, Fall Guys, Guys will do fine. That game is not going to be relevant in summer of 2021. It's already barely relevant now. The the developers but, of that game have no idea what they're doing. It's I mean, very on the Switch, hopefully it would get more of a target audience, I think. I'd be more likely to play it on Switch than, you know, once again, getting on a TV and sitting down and playing it. It's essentially a mobile game, and Switch kind of has that potential audience going. With is it, it going to be free to down. play? Because that's about the only thing that ever got anyone to play it on PlayStation Plus. Ever since it went away, no one plays it anymore. I mean, it's still free to play for the people who got it at the beginning. At the time, yeah. All right, Deg is giving us the move on. Yeah, because uh, what you don't want to talk about Fall Guys? I don't care Proves about Fall my Guys. Point I want to talk. I want you to want to talk about the next thing, which is Famicom Detective Club Missing Air slash Girl Who Stands Behind, which I know you're excited. excited about. I'm very excited for this. It's like such a weird niche Nintendo y type of announcement to be localizing a. 30-year-old Famicom like visual novel and still not bringing Mother 3 to the United States. Think about it. that. I love it. All right, I was waiting to hear like where this game originated from. Yep. Yeah. Japan. For yes, sure. But I'm, but I'm just I, all like, all right, so apparently it's an old game and Famicom is in the title. Is it really that old? Yes, apparently it is. Yep. Yes, it is. Yes, it it is. looks and, great. Oh, the update for it looks awesome. Would like you they... join a Famicom detective club? I would. Sure, sure would. Uh, gotta get a physical version of this game. I don't care what it takes. I believe Play Asia has one up. I'm kind of waiting to see if there will be one in a, it, like just in America that I don't have to import. But the Play Asia version is going to have English supported. Uh, nice. So if that's the case, that will be what I am going to do. Nintendo, don't make me pay those fees. Localize it and go the full, the you know, go the full distance and release a physical version. Or I am threatening go you. The, go the full 15 feet. Come on. Do it. I dare you. Samurai Warriors 5 coming to Switch summer 2021. Legend of Mana is getting into remake, speaking of remake games. So I know that Piddle was probably very excited about that. It looks Monst- so bad. 
Does it look Aww. bad? I didn't even pay attention, I'll be honest. I was working while the direct was going on, so I only paid attention to the cool stuff. It looked like a phone port. Monster you know, like Hunter the, Rise? Yeah. That's a game that we already knew about, so I don't know why they devoted so much trailer time to it in the direct. It's a, kind of a big another... release for Nintendo. I mean, it's it's kind of a big deal. It's an exclusive Monster Hunter game that the Switch is finally getting its own. They're they're pushing it really hard. I think that this is uh, I think it's important. I mean, they, but Capcom has had good relations with Nintendo throughout. There were the, all those Monster Hunter games that were on the 3DS exclusively that I don't remember the name of, but I know they existed. So, and this is another one. So great. Yeah. It's just a weird thing because we already knew that it was coming. So Mario Golf Super Rush coming June twenty fifth. Another Spiegel excitement. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it looks pretty good. Like it looks better than the Mario Tennis we got last. Well, it's it's tough because I'm trying not to get myself overexcited because I got way excited about Mario Tennis Aces because it was the story mode stuff that that really kind of got me going, and this has one too. Um, but uh, I just I love Mario Golf. Uh, it, Deg knows. I played Toadstool a hell of Tour. a lot of. I played so much Toadstool Tour at Fake Fest 2020. Yeah, um, this I will say I like that they're doing some of the systems like um, the slope of the green. It gives you the the indicators of how your ball will be affected by those kinds of inclines and stuff. That's neat. Does it have an online like PvP? I guess whatever. I'm golf. sure it will. I'm sure it will. I mean, so we can it, we're, really we're, golf with friends. PvP we're kind golf. of past the point, I think, at this point where Ninte- where like you have to ask yourself, is this Nintendo game that has multiplayer going to have online? For the most part, I feel like they do. Even like Mario 3D World, which didn't have to have online. Which I find a little bit hilarious to think about with the Switch being Nintendo's first really big online console and with it originally being like the whole... Yeah, you can take it places and set it up and play with friends. And then, I mean, first of all, no one's going anywhere anymore. Yeah. That's why I'm really wondering if 3D World took so long to come out because they pushed it back in order to put on- online on it. I could see that. I makes could sense. definitely see that, actually. Make- that that makes a heck of a lot of sense. Because if you think about it, that game was designed for multiplayer. And, uh-huh. if, it, and if it's May of 2020 and they're like, crap, there is no end in sight for this... <gasps> And, uh, you know, we really have to do something about uh, about that. So let's do an online mode. It makes me all the more angry that uh, Crystal Chronicles got so screwed with its online mode. Tales from the Borderlands is coming to Nintendo Switch. Uh, a little bit of another weird announcement. I mean, Tales from the Borderlands is really great, but it's such an old thing. And we've already got Borderlands 3. This, this is just poorly timed, I think. I'm How surprised is this- that it is coming out. How much is this going to cost? 30 40 Is it up for pre-order yet on the eShop? It, it should be 20 frankly speaking. I mean, it's great, but it's old. The Walking Dead games were 30 I believe. Uh, unnecessary. Capcom Arcade Stadium. That's pretty cool if you like old Capcom arcade games. Was that the one where like you had to buy like the games separately, though, in them? I didn't pay yes. attention to that. It like one, comes yes. with one game, and then you have to buy everything else. Oh well, it's screw very it. weird. It's, yeah, it's dead to me. But speaking of being dead to people, and also, what I think is the biggest announcement of this entire stream, Stop. or direct, <laughs> Stubbs the zombie. Ah, uh, Rebel uh, Without I mean, a Pulse. So we've been joking about it, kind of over the course of the episode. Don't sleep on Stubbs the zombie. Like seriously, it's not a great game. 
but it's built with the Halo engine. It plays competently. It's a game where you play as the zombie, and it's a cartoon, and it's violent as heck, and it's cool. The soundtrack is awesome. I would argue that it honestly is a great game as far as, like, Dark Horse under underground hit style Yeah, like, it's, it's got that cult classic thing. For sure. I love it. it I'm super excited. It, for me, it was one of the best announcements of this Direct. Absolutely the bomb. Just don't buy the collector's edition unless you want to pay for $50 <sighs> of shipping Ridiculous. fees. Ridiculous. I tried to, to pre-order They have a collector's edition that comes with a bunch of cool stuff. It's $150 and $50 shipping. So it's really $200. Absurd. Absolutely absurd. No More Heroes 3 coming to, coming to Switch in August. The bomb. This is game looks the, awesome. Is that the first time we get a release date? Uh, yeah, I think this was the first time we got an actual hard release date About for time. it. This is the first time I think we've really seen footage of the game. I mean, apart from just some teaser trailers, and then there was that one event where Suda51 was, like, standing in front of the screen and purposely <laughs> blocking the footage, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was really annoying because he wanted, you know, he wanted to see it, but you couldn't. But now I think we got to see it for the first time. Uh, fact check me on that. That might be wrong, but it's the first time I can remember seeing it. I think the yeah. game looks great. Looks, it looks cool. It's so deliciously Japanese in in everything that's going on with it. I'm pretty. I feel like it's it's like Japanese if you just took everything that's the most extreme about Japan and multiplied it times a hundred. Man, I just for, it's, like I just remember it's not just that. Japanese. It's I just remember that they have the first two on Switch. I need to get that. Yeah, I still haven't played them either, but this one might convince me to play them. Um, things things that I uh, like. Neon White is apparently a card-based first-person shooter, and I am so there for it. I have just a disgusting weakness for card-based system games. It looks and so I like shooters. So I, I'm, I'm keeping an eye on that one. Personally, I know nobody else cares, but yeah. <laughs> that's a bomb. I couldn't stand Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. And like that was the end of the card based battle mechanics for me of anything. I don't care what it is. More complicated looking. I like if Lost Kingdom. you have cards, I like Bot and Kaidos. What about the card jockey game? Those are po- Pocket yep. Card Jockey pocket, isn't actually po- good. That's the thing. It's like <laughs> it fools you into thinking that it's good because it uses mobile game and like gotcha mechanics. What about? No, I couldn't come up with anything. Pokemon trading card game, game. That's I mean, that's an different. RPG. It's completely different. Mm, it's a card game. Chain of, Chain of Memories is an RPG. <laughs> no, it isn't. That's like an action game. <laughs> what about uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Dark Duels? I can't say I've had the pleasure of uh, or misfortune or whatever. I think that's what it's, I don't know what the subtitle is for it. I honestly may have just made that up. But what about that Yu-Gi-Oh! Though Yu-Gi-Oh! Dark Dawn. Yu-Gi-Oh! Do... Dual Strike. Yu-Gi-Oh! Does... Under the Knife. <laughs> Alright, stop. DC Superhero Girls Team Power! Yee! Alright, I know we're Yu-Gi-Oh! not the current demographic, Power. but that thing looks like it's just gonna bomb so bad. It looks... I, I wanted to Crazy. kill my ears. I hated it. I, I know that we're not the target audience, but also yeah. I feel like it's probably hey, not going to be yourself. popular with the target audience. And why is Wonder Woman one of the teens? Like, are there no adult girls in that? That, well, no, they just took I, all of they took all of the female characters and turned them into teens, whether they them are were already teens or teens. not. Every time I find myself hanging out with teen girls, I'm like, aren't there any adult girls here? 
Yeah, I hear that. Where's what? my Wonder Woman? <laughs> and uh, whatever. Plants vs. Zombie Battle for Neighborville Complete <laughs> Edition. Bomb. Bomb. Metopia. Yeah! I've been wanting Bomb. this to get on the Switch for so long. I'm so excited. Bomb. Because like, it came out near the end of the 3DS's life cycle, whatever. So this will allow people a better chance of getting it and playing it. Please play. It's amazing. No. Yeah, it's it's one of those games that uh, that nobody really seemed to play. It did get, uh, I think, a good amount of coverage because there was some ridiculous, uh, like, memeable stuff that we saw in terms of, like, uh, marketing for the game, like celebrities teaming up and fighting evil. Um, I'm not going to double dip on this and, unless it has any actual extra features because I already have it on 3DS, but uh, cool, cool that people will get to play it. I mean, hopefully it will because I'm assuming it's going to be $60. It'll Ugh. be sixty dollars. It will absolutely be sixty dollars, whether they add stuff to it or not. Gross. Yeah. Uh, Super Mario items are coming to Animal Crossing. Uh, what, like next week? Warp pipe looks nice. Go from one side to the other quickly. Warp pipe looks cool. I've seen a lot of articles online that have been like, "Ew, gross, hate it," and I'm just like, "What's wrong with all of you? This looks cool." Yeah, it's weird. I'm ready for it. Wait, I'm confused. Mario items in Animal Crossing is getting hate from people online? I've seen articles. I mean, dumb articles like Kotaku, so who cares? Give me a break. Why would you read Kotaku? I don't read it. It's not even worth the effort to complain about something like this. For some reason, my homepage showed like recommends kotaku articles occasionally to me and i just like look at the headline and i go kotaku you dummies and then move on i always keep telling them to stop showing me kotaku yeah it keeps coming back (laughs) must have that ad money uh project triangle strategy a new square enix like uh tactics game which has a demo that i have not played yet so it looks like it's the same people who made Octopath Traveler, sure and they're does. making like a tactics game, but doesn't appear to be in the same universe as Octopath Traveler or Evilis, which is where they originally had Fall Fantasy Tactics games. Yep, it so looks like it's, it's just random new thing. Which I'm fine with. I mean, if the game's good, the game's good. Yeah, I've not I, played the demo. I heard... Um, I was I was chatting with Tim and Ann earlier, and apparently the demo is just a random part of the middle of the game that may or may not have spoiler items in it, which is a weird <laughs> thing to do for a demo. I seem to recall that uh, that they mentioned they were making Octopath Traveler two, and initially when I saw this, I thought this was the reveal of Octopath Traveler two. Yeah, um, but it, this game seems like it fixes the problem that I had with Octopath Traveler, ironically, which is. Uh, it doesn't seem to really matter like what character you play as or what you know what combination of characters you go into battle with. You basically only do whoever the main character is of that chapter. Like that's the only person who has any actual dialogue or anything to care about in that area, which was like really annoying. That uh, it's basically it's Octopath Traveler, so it's like eight different stories, but the characters never actually interact with each other. Not really. Uh, this seems like it fixes those problems. Yeah, it, it had a lot of implications of the choices you make actually actually matter (laughs) yes i can understand that complaint if they really wanted to do an octopath traveler they should have went all in and actually had dialogue options and everything i mean that would easily make people want to replay the game constantly (laughs) to see all the options then well i think that this game is going to solve those problems with the different paths yeah looks like so uh the bomb 
Um, the bomb. I, I thought it didn't show very well, to be honest with you. Like, slapped right in the middle of this direct. I was actually kind of getting bored. Um, and and I'm not big into, like, tactical RPGs, so this kind of didn't really land for me, even though I think it looks cool. You know who's uh, excited about it? Haley, my fiancé, is totally excited Humble for Brad. it. Ah. And friend of the show. Yep. yep. Haley, Star Wars... my fiancé, and friend of the show. Okay, cool. Done. Star Wars Which Hunters. Is more important? Star Wars Hunters. Haley. Wait. Uh, is a game that I guess it's some sort of mobile looking game type of thing. I don't know what it's supposed to be. Don't care. I don't knock, even remember seeing it. Knockout City. Complete bomb. Hated that ad. Hated everything about Knockout City. I don't even care what the game was. The type of trailer ad that did for it made me hate it. Yeah. I thought the troll guy was pretty funny. No. Nah, I hate that style of ad. So uh, this is uh, this is an EA game. Uh, devel- well, I, the developer is actually the developer <laughs> is actually the same team that did Mario Kart uh, Home Circuit, incidentally, uh, for Switch that came out last year. They did the software for that, and they are a uh, they are partnering with EA for one of those EA Originals BS thing where EA claims that they make no money off the game, so that they can write off the cost of publishing it. I guess. Uh, but they, you know, whatever. Um, it's a, it's, it's like Splatoon meets Ninjala meets, meets Dodgeball meets poor character design. I know half of what you just said. Let's talk about the next one instead. Cause, uh, Spiegel, I like when you get excited about things. World Ends Club. I'm so it's excited a- for that. World's End it's- Club? World Ends Club? What is it? World's End Club. There was a typo on my notes. Uh, World's End Club is uh is a uh it's a platformer visual novel from the creators of Danganronpa and Zero Escape teaming up to do a crazy story about a death march to the end of the world. Buy it. I I'll be honest, I was kind of sleeping on this one until I learned that it was a platformer visual novel and then I'm immediately intrigued at the uniqueness of that idea. Yeah, I'm very interested. Is this like their first like actual game. moving around kind of game. <laughs> I mean, Dog Ropa had moving around, but not like this. No, I I, I don't think they've ever really done anything like this. Yeah. Um, it's it's Tokyo Games, and I want to say this is their first ever... Uh, I want to say this is their first release, actually, uh, joining since joining forces after uh, Danganronpa and uh, Zero Escape and AI, the Somnium Files. I think this is like their first project together. I have to check on that, but... Uh, I'm very excited for this. Seems cool. I, I was even if it I, sucks. I, I like. I don't want to go in knowing anything about it. I just want to play it and see what happens. Yeah, as I said, I was sleeping on it. Now I'm intrigued. So that's that. That was a good, good trailer. Hades is getting a physical release on the Switch. Bye. I know you're excited. I got the I, game digitally. I put 95 hours into it, whoa. like instantly. <laughs> you put 95 hours in instantly. How many hours did it take? 97. Oh. So yeah, like if you're the oh, kind man. of person that would rather wait for a physical copy, this this is your chance. Get it, play it. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm yeah, looking at you, Spiegel. Yep. <laughs> I might do it I've now that waiting. there's a physical version. Uh Ninja Gaiden Master Collection, collecting the three what Ninja Gaiden Sigma Sigma 2 and I don't know, Sigma 3, whatever. It's uh, Ninja Gaiden uh, Sigma 1, which is a remake of the Ninja Gaiden uh, game on the original Xbox. 
Ninja Gaiden or Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2, which is a remake of Ninja Gaiden 2 on Xbox 360, and Ninja Gaiden 3, Razor's Edge, just that game, uh, which was on 360, PS3, and Wii U. Interesting choices. Uh, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity is getting two, I believe, expansion passes. Was it two? No, just one, but it's two waves. Oh, it's one of those weird things. I feel like I, I feel like I'm the only one who watched the direct. I, like, I'm, I'm just telling you guys everything that you didn't already know. I saw it. It's just that Dag is the one, you know, saying everything incorrectly. That's I true. Have... I, I don't know why I'm casting aspersions on you, Zyber. That was my fault. How dare you? Zyber, I'm, I'm excited you for this, though. I 100%ed Age of Calamity, so I'd love to play more of it. I'm still working my way through it, but I intend to get this expansion pass because the game is very fun. Yeah. Uh, I haven't was... played the game. I'm sure I'll spend the money on the expansion pass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was a there was then a sizzle reel that showed off Bravely Default 2, which we already talked about, Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection, which we already talked about, Saga Frontier Remastered, it... which is also apparently eight character split story thingy, just like Octopath Traveler. Yep, and Apex Legends is coming to the Switch, so I Woo! can start up another. Apex and have them not talk to each other so that I have to unlock all skins and spend more money because that's how mobile free games work. Yep. <sighs> this next thing. Can't was... spell this is a freaking ripoff without EA. It's true. Uh this next this next news item was hilarious to watch. Um <laughs> because at this point we had a really great uh black screen that faded into uh Mr. Anoma. Who said, oh, hey, uh, you see me, you're probably thinking Zelda, huh? Which means that you're excited about our Breath of the Wild 2 news, aren't you? We got none. Here's Skyward Sword HD. <laughs> Such a, so, that, that moment was hilarious. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, I was not expecting Breath of the Wild 2. So I was just like, yeah, yeah. And then Skyward Sword comes out. And I go, that was what I was hoping for. Yep. Yeah. I, I had a weird reaction to it. Um... Because I'm glad to get the confirmation, and I'm a little bit disappointed that it's just Skyward Sword HD and not, like, a Mario 3D All-Star style combo pack. I do think it, it was a little weird that they would bring Aonuma on uh, to just say, hey, no Breath of the Wild 2 news. Like, they, they should have... I feel like I get why Aonuma would, would be the one to make that announcement, but don't you really think that that should have been the president of Nintendo to be like, okay, now we're going to go to Aonuma and there's no news on Zelda or uh, Breath of the Wild 2, but uh, but he's got something for you. Like, I appreciate that they got it out of the way early, but they didn't get it out of the way early enough. Like, they should have just said at the beginning of the Direct. You know I what I mean? Fun. That should have led off the Direct, because that disappointed a lot of people, myself included. But I loved just like the the trolliness of it that Nintendo is sort of leaning into that. Like, like I mean, I this... do love I do love a good troll, and it was one for sure. Like with the, say... the Smash announcements, whenever they're like, it, what, it, "What what is this going to be an announcement of? You don't know yet." Yeah, so I would say it's this. Yeah, it's actually at the exact perfect time. They're all like, "All right, so bad news, but here's the little consolation." And then right after that, we get something even bigger. The, Sky- the, Cons. the Skyward Sword <laughs> Joy-Cons are coming out. Is Aren't you? I hate I scalpers. I don't like them. Tell you that. I think they're ugly anyway, so I'm just like, whatever. I need but them. yeah, scalpers have already bought all of them. I, I need them. I don't need them badly enough to pay a scalper for them. Wait, so are, are we just going to glance over the Skyward Sword stuff? Because that game looks great in 60 no, yeah. frames per second HD. Gra- I mean, like that art style has held up significantly better than I thought it would. Yeah, I'm- and they... 
fixed the biggest Button complaint. Mode. Button mode. I'm so happy I'll be able to play Skyward Sword again. And that was another classic Nintendo troll where they're like, ah, yes, when Skyward Sword first released, it had this revolutionary motion control where the way that you swung the remote made it go. And we've retained that with the Joy-Cons. And everybody's like, no, no. <laughs> I was like, At- yes. No. At that moment, I was like, I am not buying this game. I said I would never purchase it. And then they're like, oh, and you can use the analog stick if you want to swing the sword. And I was like, mm, yes, you've purchased. You've solved, you've solved the problem. All right, I'm it. sorry. So, so the, reason, the reason I wanted Skyward Sword on the Switch was for multiple things. One of them being that Joy-Cons work way better than the Wii Motion Plus controller or okay, whatever. Okay, that's fair. That doesn't mean that I want to do motion controls in the year 2021 of our Lord. I do, because <laughs> motion controls are a lot of fun when they work. No, I'm I'm so sold on the button mode. I, that, that was the thing that, obviously, I was going to buy it anyway, because, I mean, look at me. I'm going to tell see, you, the button mode is going to be really boring. But see, this is what makes it so great, is that it gives you the option. Yes. How about that? Options <laughs> equals consumer happiness. No, I am very disappointed that you guys get your bun mode that you wanted. <laughs> well, I hope that you die. How about that? But yeah, hope, the other thing was I hope was your just... Joy-Con drifts in the middle of an important boss battle. But yeah, the other thing is just that it's going to look great, and hopefully they'll have fixed a lot of the uh, fee issues. Yeah, the yeah, pacing they, issues with... They gotta fix the Fi stuff. They gotta fix fighting the imprisoned. I think, is it four times? Or five three times? Three times. Three. It's three. Oh, Which it is only like bad because two of them are almost completely back-to-back. Otherwise, I'd be fine with it. Yeah, it, it needed spread out more. And who knows what, like, actual changes they'll make other than introducing a button mode. Well, they definitely, just like Twilight Princess, they'll fix the issue of being told what an item is every time. Oh, thank goodness, because that was awful. You picked up five rupees. It's worth five rupees. You picked up five rupees. It's worth five rupees. I know! And then button over to a new screen, and it's like, we've put your five rupees in your wallet. Your wallet can button over another screen. Your wallet can hold up to two hundred rupees. If you button over, if your wallet has two hundred rupees in it, that could potentially be, uh, 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 forty-five rupee rupees. Oh, but man, I love the inventory system in Skyrim Sword, especially having that circle of items that you can just pick instantly while still, you know, playing the actual game. Instead of pausing, yeah. Yeah, I did a lot of other, just all like, uh, so this isn't Breath of the Wild, but Breath of the Wild took a lot of stuff from this game. It's and true, like, though. All right, they, I'm they sorry, but just point. screw Breath of the Wild fans that don't like Zelda games. I don't like Breath of the Wild because it's not a Zelda game. <laughs> but they do make a good point that a lot of the uh, stuff, yeah, they even were talking about this when Skyward Sword came out, where they were like, this is basically the end of an era for Zelda, and we're... Testing uh-huh. out a couple of new things that that will be the new Zelda formula going forward. And they did. They took a lot of the introductions of systems and whatnot that they had in Skyward Sword, improved upon them-ish for uh, Breath of the Wild, and here we are, waiting for Breath of the Wild 2. Do you think they'll get rid of the stamina gauge on the stupid motorboat in Skyward Sword? Master, there is a 98.2% chance that they will. Oh, Hopefully. <laughs> I hated that. That was a good joke. It was. It was. That doesn't mean I didn't hate it. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. What's next? We got to finish this up. Uh, Let's do the Minish Recap uh, Uh, next. Oh, was that it? (laughs) Wait a second. Excuse me. 
Oh yeah, the big, the, the big megaton surprise announcement that Splatoon three exists. I wasn't Splatoon that surprising. I, pr- I predicted 3. it right before the direct. I said Splatoon three is my not realistic realistic prediction. Yeah, but yeah, it was so not realistic. Thing. It's realistic for us, but it was completely unrealistic for so many people because they were just adamant that you can't have two Splatoons on the same console. Well, here we all, go. That's such How a weird. Even... There are only two Splatoons. We don't have enough data to make that kind of call. Yeah, that's like also, way too small of a sample size. The Splatoon 2 came out in 2017. It'll have been five years since Splatoon 2 came out. We need this. The original this. Splatoon came out in 2015. So in my mind, they haven't made <laughs> enough Splatoons for the Switch. They should. We should be on Splatoon 7 already. <laughs> we should be. All right, here's a question. Splatoon 3, Switch Plus? What do you think? I mean, yeah, I... <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I don't understand the question. I don't understand the question Will it either. be out on Switch Plus? Yes, it will, if Switch Plus is a thing that exists. Yeah, it's, it's still at the point where I'm just like, Switch Plus has got to be existing. Like, I'd be really surprised if there is no Switch Plus, but... The only reason I thought about this is talking about it's been five years since Splatoon 2, and I'm like, that's a console lifespan right there. Yeah. So arguably, the people that are saying you can't have two Splatoons on a single console may be right. If you consider Switch Plus to be a quote-unquote different console. Because it is kind of going to be... Well, it's not going to be a different console, but it is going to be a console lifespan refresh. Yeah, if it was, then it would be all like, oh, it's coming on a completely different console. Unless they're doing a Breath of the Wild weird thing again. Technically, they never said that Splatoon 3 was a Switch game. I'm just going to put that out there. But, uh, you know. It's uh, it's, uh, Stadia exclusive. Mm. I'd buy it. Yeah, you would. You buy, would you buy subscribe Stadia to Stadia for Splatoon just... <laughs> 3? Can we get, is that on the record? I mean, I once said on record that I would buy the PSVR if Crash Bandicoot was on it. There was never a Crash Bandicoot, but I did buy PSVR anyway. So now that you've said that you would buy Splatoon if it was on a Stadia, you're going to buy the Stadia anyway, is how oh, I understand gosh. this argument working. Apparently. Interesting. I think he's got you there, Zyber. <laughs> that is what you said. Maybe someday exa- I'll find you, are it. You su- okay, it's happening live on the show right now. Zyber is subscribing to Google Stadia. How is it? How's your internet? Uh, that's good. I still can't play really? Master Chief Collection, but everything else is working fine. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking uh, of playing things, uh, Minish Recap, what you been playing, Spiegel? Uh, I've been playing a lot of stuff. Okay, so I've been I've wanted to talk about Gun on this show now for quite some time because you know Gun, the only thing left but, you can trust, whatever. Uh, like but month. I'm going to hold off on that yet again oh, because it's, it's I'm saving the, the best for last. Avocado chips all over I'm again. Saving the best for last. It's going to happen. I'm just I'm, I'm doing it last. Uh, I played some Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury as we all did over the past week. Uh, the game came out exactly one week ago as of recording. I have completed the game. I believe, Zyber, you have not started Super Mario 3D World, and Deg, you've played a little bit of Super Mario 3D World, but both Zyber and I have finished ba- uh, Bowser's Fury, so let's talk about that a little bit first. So it took me about four hours to 100% Bowser's Fury, and I stayed up until 3.30 in the morning to do it. Impressive. Good enough to 100%. Uh, I agree, which I did not expect. Um, it feels like Mario Odyssey, but with like a Super Mario 3D World coat of paint on it. And what I mean by that is it, it just it feels like Mario 3D World, and it just makes me wonder if that stuff originally started out as Mario Odyssey DLC, and they're just like, you know what, like it's just not working, let's just let's take it back in the workshop and work on it for some time, and then the timing was such that they could throw it into Mario 3D World as a bonus. I, I kind of just wonder how that all came about. It's a possibility, but they would have had to have thrown the tea table over whatever 
to get the cat related stuff into it. I mean, Miyamoto is known for upsetting the tea table. It's true. They looked at uh, Super Mario 3D World and they said, we want to release this, but we can't just release another old game for a full $60 like we did you with can, Link's you Awakening. You can, and you Nintendo. It's only a console behind. <laughs> and then they threw Bowser's Fury on. I have not played any of Bowser's Fury, but I did play up to like World 6 or something of 3D World. Oh, that's pretty and far in. I have never played 3D World before. So this is my first exposure to the game. What do you think? <sighs> I mean... I, I, I thought my thing froze. <laughs> it was, I, it, you couldn't see my, my size behind the mic, and apparently Discord didn't pick it up. But um, I don't hate it. <laughs> That's good enough, because there was a large amount of hate for that game when it first came out for some reason. Because That's, it wasn't. It wasn't a 3D Mario game. I mean, it's not. It's an isometric game. It's a 2.5D game. I actually prefer 2D Mario. My biggest complaint about it is that it is trying to be a 2D game without being a 2D, or trying to be a 3D game without being full 3D. Because uh, my biggest problems with the game is depth perception. Hmm. Excuse me. It's it's nigh impossible to figure out where I actually am as Mario, and I fall in pits or jump into enemies or in stuff like that all the freaking time. And I'm just like, I didn't know I was there. I didn't know where I was. Yeah, see, the secret to that is to have three other people playing, so that if you die, there's hopefully at least one other person still alive. Just have the cat suit on at all times, man. You'll never die. I that finished too. that game. I finished the main story with like 80 lives. It was insane. Oh, I'm sitting on right around 80 lives, and I've lost like a lot more than uh, is reasonable. Speaking, I mean, I will say, honestly. you would and have that, a lot less lives if you had three other people dying with you. And I, um, that's true. I also have been specifically going through and trying to 100% it. So there are times where I'm like, oh, well, missed that star. I guess I'll just jump off this cliff and try again. Yeah, and that's good to do because you have to do it to get through, get to the end level. And I have eighty lives despite throwing away a bunch of lives <laughs> on stuff like that. So I think they do a good job of trying to give you lives, though. Like they got the Bowser train and the roulettes and stuff. Yeah, I mean it's it's an it's a classic Nintendo Mario game where it's got challenge but not difficulty, if you will. Yeah, I will. Well, not. it's like. Uh, Crash Bandicoot 4 they just completely got rid of lies because just like is there really a point of having them at this point almost no but it is kind of nice to have a gauge of how well you're doing but well, you can still have like how many times have you died gauge that's what yeah. the score is for man you don't look at the score <laughs> no talk no. about a relic so that's the, the, the Super Mario talk what else we got going on uh, so I play. I played uh, Bravely Default. I started Bravely Default. Um, it's it's uh, basically a Final Fantasy game, and uh, nope. the game makes no effort to hide that whatsoever. Nope. Um, literally using items from the Final Fantasy series. Job uh, system. Liter- the magic the, system. The job system. The magic system. Yes, but also uh, overseas, the game is called Bravely Default Flying Fairy or Bravely Default <laughs> FF. So I mean, I, the game is not even trying to. Pretend I don't want to spoil it for game. you, but I really liked the English localization joke uh, slash whatever that they do with the title, uh, the subtitle of the game. 
So there's also the Fallen Fantasy, the Four Heroes Lights game, which, like, has very similar character designs to the main characters of Braille Default. Yeah, uh, and, and and the game is great because it's it's very Japanese, like traditional Japanese uh, RPG, because, like, every male character is totally perverted, um, which, you know, I, I find uh, wholesome and enjoying. And, and <laughs> now, enjoy, Tiz is the one that blushes. <laughs> T- Tiz blushes, but uh, but Ring a Bell is just like so over the top. Like nobody acts like this in reality. It's, Hopefully, he's like the traditional RPG bard, tabletop D and D bard type of ridiculousness. Uh, I also bought uh, a uh, very rare and expensive GameCube game uh, called Cubivore. Uh, now I can no longer joke about Cubivore. No, uh, Cubivore. Cubivore Survival of the Fittest, you play as a cube pig that goes around and eating and attacking other cubes, and then you mate with other cubes, and it's it's a very... Japanese. It's it's something. I I, I mean, here's like... the thing. Here's the thing, is that now that I've purchased Cubivore, the, the dream of completing a GameCube collection feels so much closer now, because that's I mean... like the big one. Here's the real thing. Now that you've purchased Cubivore, what what else do you have to look forward to in life? I mean, go go hyper grind and uh, <laughs> ultimate muscle. Gotcha and force. Pokemon box and gotcha force. Yeah, those are the other ones. Uh, but like I also but so when I did that I was like, okay, that means it's time to kick this into high gear. I'm going to go to the the video game store near me and I'm going to buy like every GameCube game there that I don't have that's a decent price. So, I walked away with I'm going to read it uh, off my shelf. The Ant Bully. Wow. Uh, (laughs) Catwoman. The Chronicles of Narnia. Dead to rights. You don't need to react to everyone. No, but I mean like... (laughs) Finding Nemo. That sucks. Home Run King. You saw Karaoke Revolution... You guys stop it. (laughs) I'm never going to get through this. Karaoke Revolution Party. Yeah, baby. Madden... (laughs) Madden 2005. Madden no. 2007. No. Yes. N- NBA Live 2004. NBA right. Live 2005. Ooh. NFL 2K3. NFL yeah. QB Club 2002. That's NHL hard. 2005. Hockey. NHL 2006. Nice. Open season. Wow. Piglet's yeah. big game. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Pool Paradise. No. Sco- like Scooby Doo. Mystery Mayhem. Oh, that's oh. Good. Shark-, Shark Tale. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, that might be it. Uh, Ending it horribly. <laughs> you made it to S. Uh, uh, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon. That's it. That's the last no, one. I, I liked Ghost Recon, the first one. I own it. So, yeah. That's I bought, like, 20 list. GameCube games for, like, under $100. I'm pretty excited about it. You know what it. I find interesting? Nice. Is that you categorized alphabetically under Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon and not under Ghost Recon? Tom Clancy is the name of the game, buddy. It says Ghost so right Recon, on the box. Tom Clancy. Ghost Recon. Ghost Clancy, Tom Ghost. Re- Tom, Tom, Tom Ghost. <laughs> Ghost Tom Recon Clancy. <laughs> I also played Gun, and I'm going to talk about Gun for like two minutes, okay? Okay. Um, I'll Gun give you three. Is... Okay. Gun is yeah. pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, like, I know that it's an easy target in terms of making fun of it on the show because of the ridiculous taglines on the back of the box. And the game is super gamey uh, because it, it, it's just, it's like, go here, do this task, come back, 
you know, look at this wanted poster, go look for gold in the hills, and, like, there's 60 spots to mine, and you can buy a map that shows you where the spots are, and when you get gold, you can upgrade your stats. And it's it's just, like, very gamey in, in its approach to stuff and its approach to missions and, and world design, honestly. But there's something about it that I really enjoy. Like, the gameplay is just real fun. Uh, these Neversoft guys, they know how to make a fun a game that feels fun. And uh, gun is fun. What can I say? Fun gun. But have you tried playing it without shooting a gun? No, uh, but you could uh, if you wanted to. Uh, you can just run things over with your horse, and that's pretty fun. Uh, but your horse dies very easily. I would say easier than a, a real-life horse. I mean, that thing dies so much. You go, th- you go through so many horses in that game, PETA would have a field day. PETA? Hmm, interesting. No, not that PETA. Is that the two minutes? That was, uh, was like a minute and a half, but that's all right. <laughs> I don't have... I don't know. I, I just... Gun is available on the 360, the Xbox, the PlayStation 2, the GameCube. I think it's on PC. I would recommend it, honestly. Like, it's it's under $10 on just about all those consoles. Like, just pick it up. Like, why not? It's a, it's like an eight-hour game. It, you can totally play it in a couple of days, and you'll be no worse for having enjoyed Gun for, for a couple of days, in my opinion. I feel like a lot of games recently we've kind of lost out on the gaminess of gaming so many games are are leaning into the the cinematic experience of gaming we just don't have game games as much anymore which i think is uh sort of a, a testament to the successes of such things as doom 2016 doom eternal which are just games like they lean into the gamey game with the, the armor pickups and all of that or just in general Nintendo games are always just games. For the most it's part. A game. And uh, I think that's I think that's why Nintendo continues to be so successful is because they hit that mark. So saying that Gun is a gaming game, I'm here for it. I have a uh, one more one more story about Gun before we go on to the next person for minute recap and and okay. it's just a it was just a humorous moment that I I thought was like what are, what are they thinking? Um there was this one mission so it's it's the old west right so like everybody's super racist and super sexist and it's like it's it's almost uncomfortable with how bad it gets at times. Um it's much worse than Bravely Default, by the way. But uh, anyway, um, there's this one mission where you have to... Uh, the, the sheriff is like, there's a whore being uh, being mistreated or whatever, like over at the local saloon. Like, go save her from the varmints or something. And, uh, you know, at the top of the screen, it, it has a ticker of, like, what your current objective is. And for that uh, for that mission, the ticker just said, save the whore, which I thought was funny. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, sounds like Thanksgiving dinner. Yep. What? What? All right. Who's next? Cyber's, well, since... Cyber's next, awkwardly enough. Yes. So <laughs> since you've been playing Bravely Default, I already played through that twice. So I was like, I'm going to play Bravely Second before Bravely Default 2 comes out. Bravely Second being a direct sequel to Bravely Default. And you might be all like, but what is Bravely Default 2 then? Yeah, I don't know. It's another Bravely <laughs> Default game. Play it. Shut up. Yeah. So Bravely Second takes place like... Right after, with a bit of a time gap, and it's great. They add a bunch of new job jobs to it, and then some of the old jobs come back as well. It's pretty nice. Is it the same characters, or is it a different set of people? 
It has two of the same characters in the party. All, or at least three of them are involved in the story. It's so always if... a party when Ringabell's involved. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know where he is. Oh, he's not in the game? He's not in the party. Oh. You get Tiz and Then it's not a party. It's not a party if Ringabell isn't there. I don't know. Magnolia's pretty great. I she's, she's French. I took Bravely Second and put it back into my 3DS about a month ago because I was like, oh, Bravely Default 2 is coming out. Better play this. It has sat in my 3DS for a month unplayed. What's really crazy is just how abrupt the beginning is. Like, I was expecting, like, a big cutscene to, like, here's what's going on. No, it's just, like, an instant battle thing. There's yeah, no that... AR card where a fairy flies into your universe and, like, says, you have to save me. And then, like, you almost, you like, she's posing provocatively on your dresser. No, but there is a scene like that where you're Tiz inside of a healing machine and you're watching a battle happen outside. And that's, like, later in the first chapter. I, that abrupt beginning was why I didn't end up playing Bravely Second the first time I tried to play it. Because I was just like, I'm not ready. This is this is too much all at once. Yeah, at first I was thinking, do I need to replay Bravely Default? What's going on? But no, it's just, you're just expected to go through it and then they explain what's going on. <laughs> that in media res works sometimes. I don't think it worked here. It, it didn't. But the game overall is still pretty great. Highly recommend the series. Other than that, um, I played Concrete Genie on the PlayStation 4, and that That's is a, a really VR fun game. game, isn't it? Um, so it has a VR experience, and that's what first got me to try it out, um, and that was a lot of fun. It was like basically painting objects and stuff in a 3D space. That was really cool. The actual game involves painting objects on 2D space, and it's like a puzzle platformer art stuff, and it's just like pretty wholesome and stuff. Other than involves like childhood trauma things, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Looks Save neat. the whore, and it's like free <laughs> this month, I believe, on PlayStation still. So Ooh, I gotta log in my PlayStation. Yeah. Okay, that's it. Dig. Oh, uh, I played Super Mario Three D World. No way. Yeah. What else did you? I've been, try to play. I've been getting into to playing chess again and trying to like relearn. Well, not relearn because I know how to play, but learn to play good at chess. <laughs> maybe next. Maybe for the next episode, you can learn to talk good at podcast. No, that'll never happen. I've been doing this for how long now? Boat has left the train station. Um, so I've I I've created an account on chess.com and my rating is five eighty eight. Which is, that is not great, considering like a good, like well-regarded, good chess player is like fifteen hundred. Uh, yeah, I, I, mean, I still sure don't have any context because, like, how? Like, what about a really bad, like the worst chess player in the world? What would they be? Zero. Probably. I mean, I feel like you'd I be think, hard pressed to get that low. Like, I think it, you'd have like, to be like not knowing the rules and just completely failing like an Shoving international a pawn up your nose in a in a in the bishop up your other nose <laughs> eating the pieces while they're not looking eating the, whose pieces exactly an international master is about 1500 and an international grandmaster is 2500 and 
uh, normal chess players do tend to be anywhere in the 500 to 1,000 range, I think. I mean, if a national chess master is 1,500, then you'd be like a household master, right? I'm, I <laughs> am the best chess player in my house. That's exactly. a little confusing because if you're like 500 and the international master is like 2,500, you're like 20% of the way there already, <laughs> according to the number. Yeah, like, but I feel like there should be more of a separation there. It's, I mean, it's chess rankings, and you you go up and down by like degrees of five points per game. Generally, I mean, if you beat I mean, someone, that's who's not even high... that much. That's like that's like you win a hundred games, and all of a sudden you're a grandmaster. Yeah, and it depends. Well, I mean, that's true. If you could win a hundred games in a row, you're probably really good at chess and should be a grandmaster because it'll only go up. Like you only get matched against people that are around your regular skill level. It goes up less if you beat someone higher than you. It goes up more if you beat someone. Or sorry, it goes up less if you beat someone lower than you. It goes up more if you beat someone higher than you. Like like any normal ranking system. Point is, play me at chess. Fight me. King me. <laughs> That's checkers. Save the whore. King the whore. I don't know if anyone has anything funnier than that. I mean, I'd like, I'd love to hear it. Um, what do you call? <laughs> what do you call an ending of a podcast? Terrible. <laughs> <laughs>